Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. How many of you know we're supposed to be word of faith people? You ever hear that before? Charismatic, word of faith, full gospel and I, I think sometimes we lay, lean on that way too much. And uh, we think we can get by with just saying a few words now and then. But Jesus said, have faith in God. Amen? We've got to have our faith in God, in the person that gave us his word. And, uh, and if we, the importance of knowing his word is even more so in this day and this hour. And uh, I think about the power of God's word power of God's word to save. Amen. The power of God's word to change a life. There's power in the word. And, and if we don't know that, I, and we can go to church and still not be effective in the kingdom. If you don't know what the word of God says, you can get blindsided real quick and you'll be fear. But if you know the word, you can stand on the word and you can believe what the word says, and God can energize you to, to come against the things that are coming against you. Amen? Amen. How important it is we know the word. We hear the word a lot, but how many of you know it's important to know it for yourself? It's important that you know it for yourself, not just to hear Pastor Scott say it, or maybe some whoever's in this pulpit, or maybe a few other times. It's important that what you say is what you'll have. Amen? And what are you saying tonight? And what are you saying in your life, over your life? Because if you don't say what God says, he can't energize you and fill your life with what he said he, he would bring. Amen? If you don't know the promises, if you don't know your rights, if you don't know the authority that you have, well, your authority is in words, my friends. <laughs> who, who writes, uh, uh, what's the root word of authority? It's author. And who writes, uh, uh, what does author do? He writes words. And there Jesus says, my words. That's what we speak is his word. Amen. We're born again. How did, uh, I just said her husband uh, uh, read, reread Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you shall confess with your mouth, right, about what Jesus has done and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. Amen. Saved from what? Eternal damnation. But that's just the starting point. That's just the launch point. Amen? That's the launch point. It, it would do no much good. Somebody could still go to heaven, I assume, but it's not something you want to put, your, uh, put it in the bank, is come in here and say that prayer and then go back and live their own life the way they want to all the time. That doesn't work. We had that happen years ago. <laughs> I don't remember if you remember that Bean kid, <laughs> Huey Bean or whatever his name was, his brother. Came, the kid came in here, had a big... Afro-looking, red-haired Afro. I don't, I don't understand that, but <laughs> came in here and, and said the prayer and then went off to some rock concert in Chicago and we never saw him again. I hope he stayed. I hope he got hooked up. I shouldn't even probably use his name, but the truth of the matter is you can do that and still just kind of wander through life. But you know, when you accept Christ, that's the launch point. Jesus says you can't even see the kingdom of God unless you're, what, born again. Isn't it Right? accepted Christ. So that's why we need to continue in his word, right? So if you will, turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. You know these scriptures, but I'm just going to be a little reminder tonight of what, how 
important it is to continue in what we've learned and what we know. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. But you must continue, it says in 13, but evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. How many of you know we're living in a deceived time? Across this land. Foolishness, craziness. It's, it's what Timothy had just, or Paul had just told Timothy in the first part of chapter 3. Amen? In the last days, perilous times would come. But he says to Timothy, but you must continue in the things which you've learned and been assured of, knowing from which you have learned them. And that from a childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures. Say, know the Holy Scriptures. We need to know the Word, right? And, and isn't it amazing that he said from a childhood? From your childhood. How important is children's church? How important is VBS? How important is it to teach your children and and talk about the things of God and show them? Not only talk about it, but to demonstrate it. Amen? It goes on, we're able to make you wise for salvation through faith, faith which is in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to say, all scripture is given by inspiration of God is profitable. How many of you know it's profitable when you know the scripture? When you know what, what God says, that's how we, how, how we can have what he says. If we don't know what he says, we can't have it, right? And it goes on to say, and profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man or woman of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. How many of you know we're supposed to be equipped for good works? But if we don't know what God has said in his word, how can we do what he said to do, right? Amen? So it's important. So it's important that, that not only that we just have the Bible, it's important that we know what the Bible says. When it's important that we know what the Bible says. It says one man said if all the Bibles in the world were dusted off at the same time, it would be a record uh, a dust storm and the sun would go in eclipse for a week. <laughs> Amen? I mean, it's, we have, all have Bibles, but if, do we know what they say? How many of you know the, the Word of God is alive and living? It, it, in other words, you can read a scripture time and time and time again, and it'll not be uh, a revelation to you. It'll just be, what's he saying here? It may be say one thing, but the Holy Spirit can reveal something else that, as you go along. That's what happened, in, in, if you want to know about it, it's what happened in the Azusa Street Revival when the Holy Spirit came. It's what's happened in the Word of Faith, renewal, and, and so forth. Is scripture has been revealed. Amen? More and more. Well, the more we know, listen, the more you know about something, the more you have information about something, the more you can do with something, right? Amen? So it's important to know that. So we have the power of God in our life, and we need to know what it says. Now, in 2 Timothy 3.16, I'll read it again. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Say that with me. It's profitable. And it's profitable for doctrine for reproof. How many of you know we need reproof once in a while? We need to be told, hey, you're not doing what's right. It's not, it's not that way at all. All of us need reproof. It, the Bible says that God chastens those that he loves. In other words, he, he corrects those that he loves. Isn't that true? Now, he isn't a hard-hearted God that's just standing up there waiting to beat on you. No, he, but he's going to let you know, hey, there's a better way. You're going the wrong way here. That's reproof. Amen? So it's important that we know what the Word of God says for correction. Amen? None of us like to be corrected. You know that, don't you? Especially if you don't like the person that's correcting you. 
But the word of God will correct you. And it's for instruction in righteousness. Amen. So we need to know what the word of God is. It, it's inspired by God. And then over in John 6, 63, Jesus said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits what? Nothing. There's nothing good in our flesh. The flesh wants to do what the flesh wants to do, right? But he says this, the words that I speak. Well, he is the word made flesh, right? Right here is his word. And he also speaks by his spirit. But he speaks through his word and his spirit and the word of God, the, the logos, agree all the time. Amen. That's why it's important to know what the word says because you might be hearing something, just a little bit of leaven in it. Just a little bit of error in it. Amen. People have been taken down a road to destruction by just listening to a little error. So we need to know what the scriptures say. That's why it's always, for, from day one, I know Pastor Larry was always a, a stickler about bringing your Bible. Open your Bible. Open your Bible. Get the Word of God out. See what it says for yourself. Amen? We need to know that. We can live in darkness if we don't. But he says, the words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are what? Life. Amen? There's life in the Word. If we don't know the Word, if we think we know the Word. How many of you know we, we can, <laughs> I've heard other preachers talk about this, talk about something you think has been in the Bible, and you, you, maybe you quote it over and over and over, and then you could go to look it up. I remember Keith Moore talking about this. By the way, uh, Believers, or Southwest Believers Convention is going on down there. You can get on uh, BBON or uh, BBON, or you can get on uh, the Internet and on Copeland's and see the whole thing. And I just watched Keith Moore this afternoon, actually, huh? Camp meeting down at Ramah's going on, and that's good. So there's, there, avail yourself to some of that if you can. But I remember him saying, he kept saying, I, he, he said, I, I kept saying this over and over for a time. And he said, then I went to my concordance, and I began to look for it. And he said, I never could find it. It wasn't there. He, it had been tradition somewhere. Somebody had said something that he picked up maybe when he was young or, or down, who knows how long, and somebody said it, and he picked it up, and he kept saying it, and it wasn't even the Word of God. Amen? So you got to know what it says for yourself so you won't be taken down the wrong path. Amen? Now, in the, in the Message Bible, it says in John six sixty three, the Spirit can make life, Sheer muscle and willpower don't make anything happen. Every word I've spoken to you is a spirit word, and so it is life-making or giving. Amen? You're making your life of what you say. Did you know that? When you talk about uh, uh, you don't have enough or it's not working for you, well, guess what? You're making your life. But when you say, hey, I have the Spirit of God living on the inside of me. I have promises of God. I'm speaking those out over my life. Amen? You'll begin to have those in Jesus' name, right? You begin to do that. If, you, if you're sick, what would you say? You begin to speak out the healing scriptures and say, God is still our healer, right? Amen. You do that. Well, I haven't seen it happen yet. Well, keep on. Don't stop now. Amen. Speak the word over yourself. And then rejoice that it's yours already. Amen. If you're, if you're down and out, depressed and discouraged, get up and get going. If you only, I heard Keith Moore talk about this this afternoon. He said, if you could only see what it's attacking you 
and what's coming against you, the demonic forces of darkness that are coming against you to cause you to lay there in the bed and be depressed, you'd jump up out of that bed and run the devil off. Amen? Because you don't want nothing to do with that. But you got to do it with what? The Word. The Word. The Word's what he'll adhere to. Amen? So whatever's going on in your life, you need the Word of God to overcome. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Amen? It, it goes together. The, word of the, lamb, uh, the blood of the Lamb and the word go together. Amen? Amen. You have an assurance of it. In Hebrews 4.12, it says this, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. How many of you know it's important to have right thoughts? Because thoughts will become words after a while. Right? You think about something and you're going to begin to say, that what's the old saying? If, if you believe a lie long enough, it becomes the truth to you. That's true. So you, you have to be careful of what you do. Now listen to what it says in the Amplified. The Logos of the Word is a living thing. It is active. It has living power and is energized and active. It is, it is adaptive to produce the, this effect when it is read and studied and meditated on and it receive, it receive it into your heart. Amen? Amen. It becomes real to you. How many of you know most people that have accepted Christ and gone long enough, you can't take that away from them. They're going, to, they're going to tell you, no, there's no way. I believe in Jesus, and he's mine, right? And the more you, more you put in his word in your heart about what he has done for you, what, his, what the benefits are, what the promises are, guess what? That becomes so real to you that you can't, he, the devil can't take that away from you either. Somebody can't argue that away from you. Well, I don't believe in healing. Well, that's your, <laughs> that's your problem, right? The Word of God says this. Well, I don't believe in He's our prosperity and He's our provider. Well, guess what? This is what the Word of God says. So you go ahead. You live your life the way you want, but this is what God says. Amen? And let God be true in every man of what? A liar, right? So Proverbs chapter 4. You know this scripture too. How many of you know... That it's important that we not only know the word, but we speak the word for ourselves. Amen. Amen. That's why the praise and worship we've had around here for years are usually very strongly word-based. Thank you, Cheryl. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's strongly word-based. Why? Because you'll remember its tunes because you, if you sing them over and over and over. Amen. Amen. And so it's important. But in, in uh, uh, Proverbs 4, chapter uh, 4, or Proverbs 4, chapter, chapter 4, verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your what? Your eyes, right? Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are what? What are they? They're life. Say it again. Life. Say it again. Life. To all those who find them, and health, say health, say it again, health, to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Amen? 
I like what it goes on to say in verse, uh, I'll go a little further there. And put away your, your, you a deceitful mouth, uh, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. In other words, be careful what you're saying. Careful what you're saying. Get yourself. Watch yourself and what you say. You know, we, we, we fall into traps like that because we fall into traps of, of just letting things roll off our tongue that don't need to be rolling off. And usually it's a habit that we've had. And many times we just need to what? Change our habit, right? Lord, help me to put a guard over my mouth that I only speak the words of life, not words of death. Amen? Amen. Well, that just killed me. That just, I just don't know what I'm going to do. It just, it just killed me. Well, I mean, you may not think that's a, 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 anything important because you've probably been saying that. But you know what? I just can't stand it. I'm just mad. I'm just so mad I can't stand it. Well, guess what? People get in road rage for that very thing. You may, you may not be one, but there are a lot of people out there that do it because they, do, they won't control what they say and they won't control what they think. Amen? Now, the Amplified says, My son, give attention to my words. Consent and uh, submit to my sayings. In other words, submit to what he says. Submit to, to him, not to what you think. Uh, as I've said before, everybody has an opinion and it's always highly respected by them. <laughs> right? Everybody. That's why we have all this craziness in the media and all this uh, uh, social media, you know, that's going on. Everybody can say what they want, and especially so when they don't have to look you in the eye. Pretty sad. So God wants us to live free from all these things and live free from uh, uh, the, the, the temptations of the devil and all the things of, of the, the devil has brought. Now, over in Matthew 4, 4, Jesus says this. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. Say every word. That proceeds from the mouth of God. Well, that... <laughs> How important it is that we live by what the Word of God says. We don't live by just natural means. Now, we, we know we have to eat and have things to drink. But what is more important? Jesus said, you don't live by bread alone, but every word. It's not what goes in, it's what comes out of your mouth. Amen? Amen? So it's important. What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying over your circumstances? What are you saying over your life? Because that's what you'll end up having. Amen? Now, well, yeah, I don't believe all that, but, but Jesus told us that that's how you have the true life of God is by what you produce out of your mouth. Amen? The Word of God. In 2 Peter, let's go there for a moment. 2 Peter 1 and uh, verse 3 and 4. See, I must know the Word of God. And I must speak the word of God. Second Peter 1. Verse 3 and 4. I th Is this the right one? I'm in, well, it's not the right one because I'm in Timothy. Always helps when you're in the right, right book, right? I was just in Timothy. Ah. I'll read it. 
as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to what? Life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. But by which we have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Say great and precious. That through these that you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the, in the world through lust. It is by these means that I'm reading this from the Wayment, uh, uh, Wayment's uh, version. By these means that is, he has granted us his precious and wondrous promises in order that through them you may be one and all become sharp, uh, shaped, shaped, shapers in the very nature of God. You become shapen in the very nature of God. You become God-like, right? That's what cha- separates us. When people, uh, uh, what about Jesus? You know, they follow Jesus all around the place. But what, what, what set them apart? What set him apart? He looked like most other Jewish men of the day. It was the words that he spoke. Amen? Amen. We don't, we, even to this day, we really don't know what Jesus looked like. Well, now we know he was a Jew, but that could have been any number of things. We don't know if he had, we assume he had long hair, maybe a beard. We don't know. Maybe he looked like Matt Gordon. I don't know. But what do we, what do we get, where do we get the, the, the inspiration from? It's the words, the words that I speak. What are they? Their life, their life, the God life. Amen. And the more we know that, the more we stay with that, the, the greater he becomes in our life. Amen. It's not something to be haughty about. It's something that we need. Listen. Why is it that you want your, you be around little children that you want to act right and do right? Because you want them to act right and do right. Because they'll become like what, you, what they see, right? What they hear. We, we are the same. If we hang around people that know the word of God, that have faith, that, that, and, and people that constantly talking about the things of God, guess what? You become more godlike. If you hang around people that are worldly, which it could be, it doesn't have to be somebody that is sitting close to you. It can be somebody that's on your phone or on somebody on your media services, right? That you're watching stuff all the time. You'll become like that. You will. You won't even know it until all of a sudden it's that way. Why do people backslide? Why do people go away from God? Why do people uh, lose, I don't know if they lose their salvation completely, but they, they lose the influence that they have for the kingdom. I know that. Why? Because they move away from the things of God. They move away from people that, that, are, that are living right. They move away or they, they start letting their lives be filled with things that aren't right. Isn't that true? So you become like who you run with and who you hang out with, right? In 1 Timothy 4.8, uh, let's go there for a moment. I got a lot more scriptures than I'm going to have time for. For bodily exercise profits a little. Now, we know that's true, and it's important that we take care of our bodies. But godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of life that now is and that is to come. Amen? So it's in, you invest in the Word of God because it's spiritual. It's, it's what will cause your life to be uh, successful, what cause you to be successful in life. Your body, you should take care of your body, but it's more important to know what the Word of God says. Amen? Because it is spirit and life. Amen? 
Now, why do we want to know this? Why do we want to know the Word of God? Well, because we walk by faith, not by sight. Right? Hebrews 11.6 says, uh, Without faith it is impossible to please God. Well, how do we get faith? So faith comes by Romans 10.17 says this. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So how do we grow our faith? How many of you know you can grow faith? You can, you can strengthen your faith. Well, you strengthen your faith by hearing the Word of God on a regular, over-all-the-time all basis. How, what better place than it to come from out of, except out of your own mouth? That's how you grow your faith. You can sit here and be listening, but your mind could be somewhere else. But if you're talking, <laughs> that's why the Scripture says in the Old Testament that in Joshua's day, they, they, they had the Word of God and they muttered it. They spoke it. <laughs> the Jewish people muttered the Word over and over and over. Hey, be strong and of good courage. How could they be strong and of good courage? Because they were saying what God had said about them. Amen. How can we be strong and of good courage? How can we live a life that's godly and pleasing? Because we speak to ourselves with the Word of God. Amen. You speak to the, uh, the Word of God to yourself, and the next thing you know, you become what God says you are. How many of you know He knows what you are? But how many of you know we need to know who we are in Christ? So we, what do we do? We say what Christ says about us. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Greater is he that now is in me than he that's in the world. This is who I am. I'm anointed to go forth and, and, and do what Jesus said to do. Isn't that right? Rather than, well, I don't know. You're, what you do is you prepare yourself for battle before you even get to it. Amen. You don't have to stutter and back down then. Fear don't enter in when somebody tries to come against you. You got help for, for somebody else. Say that. I'm anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. Amen. This is who we are. Why, how do we know that? Because God was anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. What's our commission? Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, how can I do that? I'm afraid. I'm anointed. I have power. The Holy Spirit lives in me. Greater is he. I can do all things. Amen. Amen. I can speak to the, my enemies and love my enemies and pray for those that don't like me. And I can, I can be a, a force in the darkness. Amen. I'm the light. Amen. That's important. It's important that we know the word of God. It becomes alive to us. If we don't know what it says, we can't move in what it says. Amen? In Acts chapter 17, it talks about the people of Berea were more open-minded than those at Thessalonica and willing to receive God's word and every day examine the scriptures to see what Paul said was true. Amen? Every day. They didn't just look. You know, I don't... I don't <laughs> I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm going to say. A quiet time doesn't have to always be quiet. You know what I'm saying? It is, you don't just read it. You begin to say it. You begin to say it. I, I heard Brother Copeland. I, was listening, I, I caught a little bit of him this morning. And he was talking about 
Bill Winston. He says, you don't watch Bill Winston at bedtime. He says, you can't go to sleep after that. He said, he said I, was, I, I was watching him one night. He said, I had him on a DVR. And he said, he got so excited. He says, I was up jumping up and down in the bed. And he said, then I had to lay down and go to sleep. He said, there was no help for that. Isn't that right? Well, we ought to get excited. We ought to listen to people that are excited about the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Where's that praise team? Are they going to come up tonight? Yeah. Well, come on up. I'm not done, but you can come up anyway. Praise the Lord. Pastor Scott will be back uh, Friday, by the way. They went to Branson. I haven't heard from them. I guess they're not in jail. They're doing all right. <laughs> Somebody said they, uh, I think it was Mike Dilly had seen Sandy, said he saw him in Keith Moore's church on Sunday, yeah. actually. So, great. So, we need to know the Word of God. Say, I need to know the Word so I can be cut effective in the kingdom. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. It is the power of God for us. Amen? There's power in the word of God. There's power in what you say. There's power in, in the spirit of God that's in you that wants to get out. Amen? Christ in us has now become the hope of glory. Well, how do they know you're Christians? Well, first of all, by your love. But, but secondly, they'll know it by what you say and what you do. What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to your family? What are you saying to people around you? Amen? Begin to let the Word of God become alive in you. Let it become not second nature. Let it become first nature. Where that's who you are. Now, people, sometimes people will get kind of irritated. They'll think you're religious or something. But that's their problem. We need to speak the word. It'll change your life. It'll, you read the word for yourself. You get, I always like that little book, In Him by Brother Hagin. In Him, in Christ. Has all the scriptures, talks about different things and, and who you are in Christ. Read that. Know that. Because that'll help you change your life from, be trans, you'll be transformed. Amen? See, because if we just read this word like, a, like, a, uh, like any other book, you may get information, but you won't get revelation until you really get into it and begin to say it for yourself. But information without revelation says no transformation. And, and the scripture says in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? The renewing of your mind. We have to renew our mind all the time because we're being infiltrated by outside forces. See, I need, <clears throat> I need the word of God in my life. To live the kind of life that God wants me to live. It's all powerful to me. It delivers me. It sets me free of everything that comes against me. Greater is he that's in me. His word is alive and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.